While Fuller House may be a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Fullest House podcast where it's Christmas again. And also we're terrified of Santa. It's a problem. Uh, Anyways, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. Guys, it's Christmas again! It's true, you Yay! said that, like in the intro. <laughs> it's Christmas! You know what it also is? What? It's season four! It's season Yay! four of Fuller's House! Our Christmas present House. was another season of Fuller House. <laughs> oh boy! We have another season, two seasons that, to watch. I guess we've been very naughty for Santa to punish us this way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there goes all of our fans watching out. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, this was this was a delight. I feel like we have a love hate relationship with this show. Oh, yes, yes. I we do have a love hate relationship. I just want to say one. I thought that was the funnier joke. Yes. Yes. And yes. two. It was. I this show. I'm 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 enjoying the rewatch a lot. And oh, me too. Oh, yeah. Same. And honestly, like the show, the show has started to get better. I think just in terms of like, it's really found some of the characters. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we open up with all of our favorite characters just hanging out on the couch. Yeah. Ramona, yeah. J Money, Jimmy, Fernando, they're all here. Yeah. Just for us. That's why, you know what? Yeah, I take it back. This episode is a gift because it opens up. We've been really nice this year. <laughs> We've been really nice this year. This episode is a gift. It opens up giving us exactly what we want. All of our favorite characters watching Die Hard. Yay. Yes. The greatest Christmas movie ever created, according to J Money. Yes. Yep. I don't want to get involved in this whole is Die Hard is a Christmas movie debate. I'm staying out of the Mark has some opinions. I just, I think it's really annoying. I think it's not a real take. It's a joke someone made. It's a joke some people made and people started repeating it to the point where like now when you say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, it's like, what's even the point? Everybody knows that. Everybody knows the joke. Nobody's going to argue back against you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So it's more, I get annoyed whenever I hear the joke because I'm just like, yep, I've heard that 500 times and you know what you're doing and there is our new favorite segment marks die hard is not a christmas movie or if or if it is please stop making the joke corner corner yep. the sequel to zach's drum corner but this has a longer name yes <laughs> we really need to work on naming our segments we <laughs> should uh, just abbreviate them with acronyms you know Z- okay, yeah, okay. Say that thing again and i'll yep. make a long drum corner Zach's drum corner and Mark's Die Hard is not a Christmas movie or if it is. I'm so excited to see what this becomes. Stop making that joke. Um, That is M-D-H-I-N-A-C-M-O-I-I-I-S-M-T-J. Or... Can someone, Tyler, can you play that backwards and see if there's like a hidden message in there? Because it sounds like there's something in there. 
Or no, I feel like if you play it backwards, then like we summon a demon or something. Yeah. You mean me? Oh, is that our good friend, Jim the Demon? Hey, it's me, Jim, your demon friend. Oh, hey, Jim. It's been a while. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm here to celebrate Christmas with you guys. That's right, because not only is Jim a demon, he's a Christmas demon. Ho, ho, ho. I'm a Christmas demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, what what is your favorite part about Christmas? My favorite thing about Christmas... I think it's time with your loved ones. Aw, that's so sweet. The snow in the that's air. That's really sweet. That's very lights sweet. Lights everywhere. I didn't expect these wholesome answers from a demon. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm like I'm a. Th- I'm a full three dimensional person. I'm not just like, hey, I'm a demon. I like hellfire. I like. I like. I like lights. I like. I like <laughs> spending time with family, giving gifts. The. Mm-hmm. Goodwill towards men. I mean, goodwill towards men is not usually a demon thing. <laughs> I have plenty of ill will towards men. But isn't that the magic of Christmas? That yeah. one day a year, exactly. even demons can set aside our petty differences and celebrate. But also the hum- the Christmas human sacrifice. Right? Jim, have you ever met Santa? I'm Yeah, Santa's a great guy. Also a demon. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's didn't it, know that magical demonic powers. That's how he does it all. Oh, I guess we're Jewish. That. I mean, Harrison and I. We don't know what religion you demons practice, but uh, I mean, we're Jewish. So I guess we wouldn't really know. Oh, I'm not. We're not. We're not religious. It's like we kind of celebrate in a secular way. I mean, it's it's kind of messed up if you think about it. The way like the commercialization of Christmas. Like this is a mm. religious yeah. holiday yeah. with a lot of meaning yeah. for people. And now, like you know, like Macy's is the Christmas play. Like, come on, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone has Christmas trees. Nobody celebrates Christmas except for the Christians, though. It's weird. Everyone just right. they they quote unquote celebrate Christmas. It's odd. Yeah. Like, I just think it's something in our society that we should examine, that it's a religious holiday that's been completely secularized. But there are also still people getting mad at, like, a war on Christmas. It's like, what, what, what? Yeah, I mean, Jim, you you got a point. I mean, no one, you know, with all the problems going on in the world, you know, no one really talks about the anti-Christian messages going on, all the anti-Christian stuff going on right now. Well, no, there's not. Look, there's not a ton of anti-Christian stuff. I just think it's an interesting topic. Yeah, it's 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 if anything, it's a criticism of capitalism. I'm agnostic. I being a demon, I know God is real. I just like I don't subscribe to any particular faith. Ah, you know? yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, thanks. Thanks for summoning me. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I better get on my way. Uh huh. All right. Merry Christmas, you, guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry have Christmas. A, have a good Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jim. Bye. Bye, Jim. We'll, Bye. We'll, we'll see you later. Guys, I don't think Jim knows that it's May. Well, <laughs> we we're recording this in May. This might come sometime. out in June. Yeah. This might come out in June, but we're recording this in May. I'll shoot him a text. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Fuller House. Fuller House. A uh, DJ comes in. Yeah. Um, yes. And immediately exclaims, oh, my Santa, which is also the name of the episode. They're very proud. Whoa, of Whoa, she made a, she made a <laughs> reference to the thing. It's almost like it's, it's almost like it's a sitcom. 
I know. To the, to the catchphrase. They should do an episode where Donald Glover is a guest star called Oh My Atlanta. Ah. Hey. hey. Atlanta is a good show. Watch it. They, they, should, they should have an episode where DJ gets really into soda and she says, Oh My Fanta. Oh. They should do a Star Wars episode where someone says, Oh My Bantha. <laughs> hey. Could keep doing this all day. But DJ's a bit perturbed because, guys, it's four o'clock. She's been working so long and the house isn't ready for the Christmas spirit. Mm. Mm. Um, also important in this scene, um, Jimmy still believes in Santa. Yes. Which we have established before, but it's always weird to hear it coming out of his Jimmy mouth. believes in Santa. I will say Jimmy believes in Santa correctly because we've established <laughs> that Santa 100% exists That's true. in the he Fuller does. House <laughs> universe. Always that is true. In this universe. <laughs> that is true. I I love the fact that Jimmy is very excited about Christmas and Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well Jimmy is a very good boy and he's been a very good boy. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Jimmy's wonderful. We love our good sweet himbo Jimmy Gibbler. We love him. He hasn't been in a lot of episodes recently. That's why it was so good to get him right at the beginning. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, there are some good moments in this Jimmy episode. Jimmy in this episode quite possibly for Jimmy. steals the show this episode. Yes. Um, but DJ mentions that Uncle, Uncle Jesse, Joey, Danny, and Becky, and she says their names, and I went, oh, no, are they going to show up again? We just had two episodes with them. <laughs> No, um, but she says they're not coming because they're visiting Michelle. So I assume no guest stars are going to show up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure I, it would be yeah. really weird if we had like Dave Coulier come in dressed as Santa. That'd yes. be really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but also this line is significant because I think as we've as we've noted before, they hardly mention Michelle. I know. That's true. This is like the first time Michelle has been mentioned since like season one. Right? You have a full other, they have a full other sister who never gets mentioned. And it's always in the context of her not showing up to shit. Like they never like try to make a better excuse like, oh yeah, I have lunch with Michelle, DJ says, and then she doesn't show up the rest of the episode. Or something well, like that. Well, she's running her fashion empire in New she's York. She's running her fashion empire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, that well, the show takes place in San Francisco, and Michelle's over in New York running her fashion empire. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, but, like, she can't make it to one of the 800 family events they have. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's Christmas. Everyone gets off on Christmas. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're running a fashion yeah. empire, maybe you don't, but. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one person who doesn't get off on Christmas Steve, who's still with the Lakers. Yeah. Because basketball games, there are basketball games on Christmas. That is a thing. That's really sad. It is. I do think we should get a full remake of A Christmas Carol with both Michelle and Steve. Probably Michelle more so because she's obviously forsaking her family for her business. Yes. I thought we were going to say Lonzo Ball. (laughs) No, she's going to be visited by three ghosts. One of them can be Lonzo Ball if you really want that, Zach. (laughs) Wait, no, 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 for, for, in the case of Steve. In the case of Steve, Steve. Yes, yes, yes. Lon- well, Lonzo Ball is the Jacob Marley for Steve. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, no, I was thinking because you, you've got... Just is take Lonzo Ball in the context dead of, in the Fuller House? Of Fuller House star, star Lonzo Ball, and the Jacob Marley equivalent is LeVar Ball. I just want to see that. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I, I get it. I get it. I might not get it, but and then, like the ghost of Christmas future might be LeBron or something. I don't know. He's on the Lakers. <laughs> okay. Were they on the Lakers at the same time? I don't know. I don't know basketball. I just want 
you know, Michelle to lean out a window and say, tell me, boy, what day is today? And the boy shouts back, why, it's Christmas Day. And she goes, you got it, dude. <laughs> it's, it's one Olsen twin out the window saying that to the other Olsen twin who is at the bottom. We should probably yeah, move like, on. Outside. Yeah, we should move on. <laughs> um, DJ is taking Tommy to see Santa. And that's how the scene ends. And she's mad because everything's not set up. It's not Christmassy yeah. enough for DJ. Yeah. And we get... Our opening credits, which I thought might be Christmas themed. They were not, unfortunately. But they were not. I also thought that. You can't put some jingling bells behind everywhere you look. Yeah. It's a little weird having holiday specials in a Netflix show because of the release schedule. And Zach points out these episodes did release in December. But like, yes, that's our first bit of IMDb trivia for today, because it's actually like a kind of interesting one for oh, this episode, ahead. but I'll I'll get to it oh. when we get there. OK, cool. Oh, I will say there's another not interesting one, which is um, this is the second Christmas themed episode of the series. Ooh, Yeah. Hence why I said it's Christmas again at the bit at the very beginning, mm. uh, because it's Christmas again. I forgot that was the first, second Christmas episode. <laughs> It is weird that it's at the beginning of the season as well. Yes. Yeah. It's very weird that the season premiere is the Christmas special. Yep. It feels like we're entering mid-season. Yeah. Is there a reason we're avoiding talking about the plot? <laughs> I... I'm having more fun not talking about the plot. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. I think that's kind of... I think that's how this podcast usually goes. Is <laughs> we, have, is we just get sidetracked very easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And this is a bit of a weird episode, not in a different way. And just like the, the structure is a little weird. All of the plot lines are a little weird in terms of intention. The main one's like fine. It makes sense. It's not. But it gets resolved halfway through the episode. Yeah. 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 Main plot lines. Good. Makes sense. Has a pretty nice payoff, but gets resolved halfway through the episode pretty much. Um, And. Everything else is a little weird, either I think like underdeveloped or just kind of like a weird setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into it because guys, they've now after the credits, they've decked out the house. All it took was the credit sequence. <laughs> yeah, they got it done very quickly. And it's decked out to all hell. Jimmy is trying to figure out how Santa does it all. His most recent theory is he uses... Uh, warp warp holes and teleportation, yes. something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Which we know he's really using demon magic because we just learned that from our friend Jim the Demon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The magic of demons and time zones because mm-hmm. it's night. It right now it's not night here, but it's night somewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta be gotta be smart about it. Zach, you should be a scientist. I am. I am so smart. I do the science. Two plus two equals four. Zach Science Corner. Zach Science Corner. Science. ZSC. Did you know that if you put uh, random chemicals into your body, you'll probably die? That's Zach Science Corner. <laughs> what a wonderful science fact. <laughs> That's a good science fact. Okay. Anyway, they're uh, decorating their the giant Christmas tree. Yeah. Um... Steph asks, Kimmy, what are you doing? And Kimmy says, I'm leaning over the railing in a dangerous fashion. And Steph says, but Kimmy, you're pregnant with my baby. And Kimmy says, yes, I keep forgetting that. 
and she comes down and reveals that she's got a pregnant belly. Yep. Yay. Which is very weird that like they didn't do it before because they, she did she wasn't the scene before, but it, her belly was like covered up by a large bag. Yeah. I assume they were waiting for that joke, but of dirty laundry instead of like it's like a very Christmassy bag, but it's just laundry. Having Kimmy holding a large comical bag when she's pregnant feels like the setup of a reveal, but they don't do it. They wait they a save scene. It. Yeah. Seen. And and make the reveal she's standing behind a tree, which I don't think is as effective. No. As if she yeah. like handed someone the bag and you go, whoa. By the time she was walking out, you could kind of already see the belly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But yeah, Kimmy's fully pregnant now. Yeah. Indeed. Not just kind of pregnant like the last time. I should also be a scientist. Mark, give us a science fact. Um, do you know that if you drop uh, two objects, gravity, like, it acts on them in the same way? So you're saying if I took a pound of steel and a pound of feathers. <laughs> well, that's about air resistance. I said gravity. Yeah. If they would fall to the ground at different times because they're okay. shaped differently. Here's here's my science fact because Mark is very clearly a fraud. Uh, science fact number two: a pound of steel is heavier than a pound of feathers because steel <laughs> is heavier than feathers. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Tell that one to your science teacher. Tell him you learned it from a strange man on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boom, Zach! You should get on Yahoo Answers. Oh wait, that doesn't exist anymore. Tyler, yeah. if you could create a little jingle for Zach's science corner and only play it after <laughs> that last science fact. I will come up with so many goddamn science facts for you next time, Mark. Just give me like the week until we record our next episode to prepare and I will fucking do it. I'll give you a week. Next week, come in with a bunch of science you. facts. I'm going to love it. But <laughs> um, Ramona's gathering stuff. She's volunteering um, and she's going to be giving away unused clothes. Um, and she says she's volunteering and she, for school credit and Jay money says, wow, it's really cool that your school makes you do that to which, um, Ramona and Zach both pointed out. Yeah. You go to the same school. <laughs> it's really great. Um, Jay money knocking it out of the park. Being I an would idiot. like to say, uh, I mean, if, if it's like a whole thing at the school where people are donating clothes to the less fortunate, does that mean that some like homeless guy is going to get, the uh, the huge honor of getting clothes from the Chad Brad Bradley, CBB. Ooh, CBB. We're all about the abbreviations today. Yes, they're very good. Um, but guys, DJ, another abbreviation, uh, or as I like to call her, DJF, DJ Fuller. <laughs> um, she comes back, and we got we got a problem because TFJ Tommy Fuller Jr is afraid of Santa Claus. Oh my God. Oh my God. And to be fair, to be fair, again, this episode we did learn that Santa yes, Claus is a demon. That's true. Santa that's is true. a demon. However, Mark, I hate to break it to you. It's time for another science fact. Uh, that mm -hmm. man at the store wasn't actually Santa. It was an imposter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How can you prove that? Santa is real in this universe. How can you prove that wasn't Santa in the story? Well, I, well, I voted him out because he was sus. It's like Among Us. 
Zach just made an Among Us joke, so we are immediately dated. I hate myself (laughs) for making this joke. Oh, that's okay, Zach. I hate you too. That was all. That's already out of date. Is anyone still playing Among Us? I will. I will play Among Us after this recording session just to spite you, Harrison. Fair. Please tell me how it goes. But also, not only is is Tommy afraid of Santa, but Max walks in and. Max is over Christmas. What? He doesn't like Christmas anymore. Maybe Max needs to be visited by a few ghosts. That's true. This is about him confronting the past. This is true. And also his death. Okay. I don't want to spoil too much, but there is a thing later in the episode where they like try to make Max like love Christmas again. That should have just been a Christmas Carol thing. I was yeah. going to bring it up at that point, but like, yeah, this should have been... I really like, I really love A Christmas Carol, and I like pretty much every parody yeah. of it. I love it, too. It's so good. It's great. It's really good, and it's just such a great thing to parody, and you can do so many things with it. Like, I'd love it if they just did A Christmas Carol. They probably did that in Full House. The way yeah. that Tyler is probably so mad at us right now makes me think that he needs to be visited by three ghosts, and luckily there's three of us. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> he has to be visited by... Okay, okay. Um, who's past, who's present? Uh, dibs future? on Christmas present. Ooh, goddamn. I'll, I'll be Christmas future. All right, cool. Wait, did you say you'll be Christmas future? Uh, I, I didn't say anything yet, but I can I can do... I okay. can be Christmas past. All right. To be fair about the present thing, I do have a red beard and everything. That is so. true. You, you do look like... I slot the, in pretty the, well. Yeah, you're definitely the right Christmas present ghost here. I would just love to be standing over a grave... Pointing down like ha 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 ha. I'd like that as well, which I think means Zach, you are Christmas past by default. The least consistently represented, (laughs) with the least consistent depiction. Which means you can do whatever you want. Exactly, I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm the ghost to Christmas past, Tyler. I'm gonna fuck you up if you don't change. (laughs) Anyway, next. I'm gonna fight you. (laughs) Next scene. We we do get now some Christmas music. We get there is Christmas interstitial music, and we find out J Money has left. Just keeps calling Rocky. He has left her five messages, and she is not calling him back uh, at all. We love our sad boy. There's a really good line where he says he's telling Ramona about this, and she says maybe he, she couldn't hear you over that sweater because he's wearing <laughs> a loud Christmas sweater. And I'm like, one got him, two. <laughs> That's like the show should be about them. Yeah. That is such yeah. a classic, just like sitcom back and forth. Thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These two characters work so much better as sitcom characters than any of the other characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Ramona just takes it upon herself to call J Money out for his shit. And J Money does a bunch of funny sitcom shit. It's perfect. Yes. Yeah. But also, we love our sad boy. We haven't said this enough. We love our sad boy. We love our sad boy. I feel like that hasn't been appreciated enough in the last five minutes. And we should yeah. we should also say one thing the episode establishes is that Kimmy and all the Gibblers, when they're pregnant, do get super hearing. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Yeah, well, of course. So if if our spinoff isn't some variation of a Christmas carol with these characters, I think our spinoff should be Kimmy as Daredevil. As a pregnant daredevil. I was going to say, I, I was going to say, just have Kimmy as like some kind of superhero. I'm fine with saying daredevil. 
and just like she's consistently trying to get pregnant because once she gives birth, she loses her powers. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know if I like that. <laughs> hey, look, you gotta stay within the confines of what you're given, Mark. Okay. But yes, I think she's dead. The reason I choose Daredevil rather than another superhero, Zach, is Daredevil has super senses. That's his yeah, whole thing. I, I, I didn't think yeah. of I didn't think of anyone in particular, and then you said Daredevil, and I was like, oh, that works. <laughs> That's that's a that that's that's one that works. Max has become too mature for Christmas. He's poking all the holes in Santa. He's very skeptical. He po- he points out, he breaks into your house, he steals your milk, he judges you in a punitive fashion. To which I said that I would just love to see what Santa and like the North Pole is like basically around this time of year where it's like Christmas is still about like 6 months away or so. So they're just deciding who's naughty or nice and santa's just sitting on his like throne and gives every child either like a thumbs up or a thumbs down mm-hmm. naughty which what given max's argument like you kind of understand why tim why tommy is so afraid of santa because santa's maybe terrifying <laughs> yeah um, but you know who still loves Santa? Jimmy Gibbler, who walks in writing a letter to Santa. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Aww, wonderful. It's so adorable. Also, you're a little late, bro. It's Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. yeah, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's okay. There's still time. We can still get it to Santa. It's Christmas magic. Yeah. Um, but DJ is not okay with the fact that Tommy is going through a very obvious and natural phase. <laughs> um, so they hold... The Fuller Holiday Extravaganza. Yay. Except it's not really much of an extravaganza. It's not much of an extravaganza. I mean, I will say there is a pretty good line where Max is like, man, I don't like that you're making me do, do this, but, you know, I can't turn down a good extravaganza. Yeah, yeah I, it's it's really good. Max just says like, oh, I, I love extravaganzas. <laughs> and so they have J Money and Ramona bring out a curtain. Yep. And our first act... Is uh is Tommy the baby? He yep. brings Max Yay. his paper, and that's it. Yep. Yep. That, that's, that's one yeah. not super Christmasy. Yeah. And two not super impressive <laughs> or entertaining to watch. And Max is also very much not impressed because at this point, you know, it's later in the day, and the Japanese stock market has closed. Mm. Uh, yes. I don't know why Max is so interested in foreign stock markets, but you know what? Good for him. He's got to get that make that money. cash. Is he investing? Is he one of the guys on Wall Street bets that rose the stock price of GameStop? Well, he is a miner, and I'm pretty sure you can't buy stocks on your own if you're a miner. Can you not? Okay. Well, again, we've established that Santa exists here, so I'm not putting anything past that's, the that's world of this that's show. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But we all okay but tommy that's like amateur the next hour. act the next yeah. act the next act is very good also not super christmassy no but it's wonderful <laughs> introducing mark what's the, you want uh, you want to describe no wait mark you have the full thing written down do you do you want to i'll let you do a full-on introduction um oh i actually didn't write the full oh, thing oh no down with the well, full you name. wrote down the name yeah the name that he's called by no i did not tyler made a note of that oh no tyler oh. quickly uh, it's Jimmy Gibbler. It's Jimmy Gibbler. He's the next act. Jimmy Gibbler comes in. But like DJ addresses him by a weird other name. I'm saying this to stall times so that Tyler can send us the thing. So how are you guys doing today? I'm doing quite well. I watched a Christmas episode of Four House. 
It was pretty good, I guess. Now I'm sitting here recording a podcast with my good friends, Mark and Harrison, and we've gotten the text now, so I'm going to stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> How's that for stalling? He is Jeremiah Jeffcoat Johnson, a.k.a. Jimmy Gibbler. And Jimmy comes By out. By the way, Jeremiah Johnson is a 1972 American Western film directed by Sidney Pollack and starring Robert Redford as the titular character. It is partly based on the life of the legendary mountain man, John Jeremiah Johnson, uh, who was a mountain man of the Old West, also known as Liver Eating Johnson. Liver Eating Johnson. I'm only reading all this because I just looked it up now, and when we were watching the episode, we went, is that a reference to something? And we decided, probably not, but I guess it is. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of that reference. So Jimmy comes out with a wooden board. He does like a nice little thing for the audience. He's like, hello, hello. And then he takes the board and smashes his head through it and breaks the board in half, which while not super Christmassy, still quite impressive. And he also gave himself a concussion. Also, why? Why did he do that? I don't know, but the world is better because of it. (laughs) Well, my my favorite part of this is Tommy, not Tommy, um, Max asks the obvious question, which is, what does this have to do with Christmas? And DJ says, I don't know. He was supposed to sing Jingle Bells. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy just did that. Yeah, he just he's decided uh, on his own. DJ came to him and was like, hey, Jimmy, can you like sing Jingle Bells to help Max get back in the Christmas spirit? And Jimmy's like, I'll do you one like, better. Got it. <laughs> Hear me out. Got it. I'll do you one I got, better. I got this great idea. You're going to love it. <laughs> I'm not going to share what I'm going to do. But you better get ready. I got it, it's a great. You're gonna love it. Oh the kid's gonna love it. So basically, I give myself brain trauma on stage. Uh, <laughs> Very good. I love Very that good. in the scene. He's clearly looking out at the audience. He's just like staring yes. off into space slash the audience. And then he and then he after he breaks the board, he's like, "Hey, uh, anybody else taste pennies?" Yep. Jimmy's smelling toast right now. So good. And he just stands there staring off into space for a while. Like, he definitely got a concussion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should probably see a doctor, but he never does. So that's fine. But Max agrees to go over and put put an ornament on the Christmas tree. And they give him a fire hat ornament. But just as he's about to put it on the tree... He drops it and it breaks and he runs off crying. And DJ immediately says, I know what this is about. Yeah. Um, because Max misses his dad yeah, and that's, that's what's really getting sad. him down. Yeah. This was, was that this was a good scene. This was a good scene. This was a good scene. I thought it was well handled. And they, DJ talks. Max says, you know, I never get this way. I've never gotten this way during the holidays before. And DJ Tells him grief sneaks up on you. This happens. There is one very good joke where she says grief sneaks up on you. You never know when it's going to come about. And Max says, but why Christmas? Why couldn't it have been on Jackson's birthday? <laughs> Which is a pretty good line, not going to lie. It's a it's a it's a very good line. I mean, I don't know who this Jackson is, but I mean, yeah, Jackson well, that well, that's why it's a random day. We don't know yeah, a Jackson. So it's just like some yeah. random dude's birthday. So it's just like a normal fucking Thursday or whatever. Oh, Jay Money's birthday is definitely on a Thursday. <laughs> Every year. Every He's year it's on a Thursday. It on a weekend. Well, because he can't keep track. He can't remember what day it is. 
Oh my god. Um, but it's it's a good scene where they they have this heart to heart about grief, about how they both miss his dad and um it's nice and it's nicely done and DJ tells him that when she missed her mom as a kid uh Danny Danny Tanny would would show them home movies and it would feel like she was there um this is one of those moments where it feels weird that this show is a direct remake of Full House. Yeah. It's like, wow, spousal death just runs in this family. <laughs> it's it's a curse inflicted on it's them by the, yep. by Tim the Christmas demon, probably. His name is Jim, but it's all right. Tim is his brother. Oh, Jim. What? Oh, yeah. Jim. Well, yeah, like, Jim's a cool guy. Tim is a real asshole. Yeah, fuck ah, Tim. Okay. Fuck Tim. Um, but... Anyway, um, then it cuts to Ramona and Kimmy are folding the clothes she's given to charity. Um, they all seem to be jeans. I really thought this scene should have started out with them going, Oh, Christmas jeans. Oh, Christmas jeans. We're donating them to, to charity. charity. Musical bits. Musical bits. <laughs> <laughs> They're folding Christmas jeans. Yeah. Um, Kimmy gives Ramona Steph's sweater to donate to charity. And then Steph immediately comes downstairs and is like, hey, Kimmy, where's my sweater? And then <laughs> she doesn't actually say that, but. But what she does, she does come downstairs and she starts going, Kimmy, can I get you anything? You're hungry. Can I get you? She's just, she's really doting on Kimmy, which she's been doing throughout the episode. Um, and she tells Kimmy just, she feels like she should be doing something nice because She's never had a friend carry her baby before. Kimmy is uh, very touched uh, to be her friend, to be considered her friend. Steph gives her a really nice belly rub. Yep, Steph Yay. gives her a really nice belly rub. Um, it's very erotic. Oh, yeah. You could really oh, yeah. feel the sexual tension. Yep. I thought I thought Fernando was going to walk in and it was going to be a whole thing. Uh, like, like, thank God that didn't happen because you know how fiery his temper is. Of course. But... I mean, aside from the fact that they're both taken, I do support Stimmy. <laughs> I oh, Stimmy. Stimmy. We haven't talked about Stimmy. 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 <laughs> that's one of, Stimmy. that's a great ship name. What are what are our ships? There's Stj. There's Stj. There's Stj. There's two Stj. There's Stj. There's Mej. There's Meev. OTP. Yeah. Rock money. Rock, rock, rock money. money. Rock money. Uh, yeah, I love rock that. Rock money. CBB Mona. Yeah, I was trying to think about Chad Bradley <laughs> and Ramona one. Uh, CBB Mona. CCB like Mona. Ramon Adad Bradley. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Tyler typed in Mankey J. Who is that? Wait. Mankowski That's DJ. That's Mankowski J. Oh. That's Man Mankowski J. Mankowski yeah, J. Mankowski J. You're right. I would have forgotten yeah, that. Yeah. How could we forget Mankowski J? I just like saying it. <laughs> Mankowski uh, J. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Mankowski J. What about DJ and Larry, our other favorite? <laughs> uh, Larry J. Larry J. Larry J. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, this is a lot of ships. Yeah, very <laughs> cursed ships. A lot, lot of ships. Um, but Fernando and Jimmy uh, got them a present. It's... Um, picture of an it's it's the ultrasound it's very yeah. sweet it's a frame picture. then we go to the home movie the picture of the ultrasound which picture. they jimmy said they went halvesies on but fernando still has not received jimmy's money yet 
He has not received his PayPal. He has not received the PayPal. That's right. The ultimate breaking of the bro code. Not sending yeah. the PayPal. Yes. But yes, you're right. They're, they watch the home movies. And it's really it's a really nice scene where J Money is filming. And there's DJ. There's their dad, Tommy. And there's a younger Max who, IMDb trivia time. Uh, because uh-huh. younger Max in the home movie is played by the actor who plays Max, Elias Harger, his younger brother. Oh, oh that's Which cute. I thought was a real... I, I think that's a really notice. cool detail. That's that's really cool. It's played that's by the nice. actor's younger brother, I like which I think is really nice. I love that. I like yeah. that. I didn't Sweet. notice it was a different actor, but that's nice. Yeah, and Max <laughs> looks younger, and it's because it's not the same actor. It's a younger, it's a younger brother. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, and DJ's pregnant in this home in this home movie yeah mm-hmm. that also explains why j money is not on camera <laughs> why j money is yes. holding the camera and is not on screen yep it also explains why tommy senior says oh i'm so glad we're enjoying this holiday together cough cough <laughs> ah so glad i'm not yeah, dying he, yeah <laughs> because he takes a phone call and we all thought it was going to be like something relating to him I, I have to say i didn't i did not think they oh. were going to have him do an over-the-top phone call of like Yes, I know. I'm. Di- I was like, this is a sweet scene. They're not gonna be like no. coughing into a napkin, revealing a blood stain. Well, I was kind of concerned because uh, Timmy uses her pregnancy yeah, that's why. super hearing to listen to the conversation. Yeah, that, she gets like scared yeah. for a moment. She has like a moment where she like covers her mouth yeah. or something like that, and her eyes yeah. go so wide. So I thought it was like, I was hello, scared. the police. That's who you are. Uh, <laughs> you you need me to go out right he, now? He answered the phone, said hello, and the doctor said, Hello, yes, Tommy Sr., you're dying. <laughs> Wait, how did Tommy Remember die? our talk about the death that you're having? The death that you're having. <laughs> yes, that is confirmed now. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. How did Tommy die again? Was it... Was it an accident, like, uh, or I mean, because he was stopping a fire? I'm gonna, was well, he was a firefighter, so I'm going to guess it was probably something relating to his job. Yeah, it could be. I yeah. don't think it's explicitly stated, but, like, def- I mean, like, you know, definitely not, like, old age. Like, something happened. Uh, yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine if DJ was married to this decrepit old man who died of old age. <laughs> she had a sugar daddy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Kimmy does have a moment where she like gasps and then immediately runs out. And then we're like, yeah. oh, that's kind of weird. She can hear the other side of the phone call with her super hearing. And she finds out that apparently all this time ago, Tommy left presents for his family to make it the best Christmas ever. And they've just been sitting there for years, and nobody knew about it. Why did he hide those presents? Well, well, he was. Well, he was gonna. I'm guessing he was gonna surprise them on Christmas, but then he kind of mm, before he could. Okay, yeah, I understand. Because I was gonna say, like, did he die on Christmas? Kimmy says he wanted to give you the best Christmas ever, so he got you all presents and hid them at Danny's house, and they've been here this whole time. Yeah, which is really weird because he's not hiding them in their own house; he's hiding them in his. his well, I think the logic there is if he hid house. them in their house, DJ probably would have found it. But one, it's like, yeah, he's gonna have to go to Danny's house to pick them up. Well, the home the home movie was in Danny's house. The home movie was in Danny's house, right? I guess they were celebrating there. Okay, but then why? But here's my other yeah, thing about it. Yeah, I'm guessing they were like it. staying over at Danny's house to celebrate Christmas or something like that. Here's my other thing about it, though, is it's normal to give people presents on Christmas. 
And Kimmy phrases it like this thing of, he wanted to give you the most special Christmas ever, so he did this amazing thing and got you presents. Well, I think the whole thing is like... <laughs> That's a good he, point. The whole thing yeah. is that it's like, oh, there are presents from him from like a while back, so it's like something to remind you of him, I guess. And also like in the thing, they're setting up a Christmas tree. I think they are setting up a Christmas tree. Well, no, they're special now, but I mean, in the moment, isn't he just getting them presents? This raises so many questions about Tommy Sr. We have to look up on the wiki how he dies. Does he know he's a dying? A lot of the sentimental value comes from the fact that, like, these are presents from a while ago from beyond the grave. I'm looking it up right now. Yes. Go on the wiki or something. Okay, yeah. Wait, uh, it's revealed in the first episode, apparently. It's revealed that he passed away in the line of duty. It's told by DJ that he loved being a firefighter oh. and that he died doing what he loved, saving lives. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it was, it, he did not plan to die then. I mean, I get that it's kind of like, I have all these extra presents that I'm surprising you with. You weren't expecting them. That makes him really special. But also, I think it's funny that it's like, no, he just got them presents. They're special now. Yeah. And it's very it's very nice now that like that's actually a very cool thing for the show to do, to have yeah. these presents from beyond the grave. And like he that. got them. I do also kind of think it's funny what the presents are. Um, <laughs> they say so much. <laughs> first, he got another fire hat ornament. The same one. Yeah, the same one, yeah. which Max did not break until today. So, like, why? Which, like, yeah, like, it's very convenient that there was just, like, another similar ornament that he just left them. Yeah. He got a Wii U. J-Money got a Wii U, which <laughs> J-Money got a Wii U. perfect. The perfect thing they could have gotten him. Yeah. The Wii U is bad. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, a, it's very bad and was, like, very bad yes. for Nintendo. And B... Yeah. Pretty sure the Switch was out at this point. <laughs> well, Jay Money makes a great joke where he says, this is su this is exactly what I wanted when they still made these. Yes. <laughs> like this, I'm pretty sure the Switch was out at that point. And that's like the Wii U is just like the perfect console for Jay Money because it was a commercial <laughs> failure. <laughs> the symbol of Jay Money, the Wii U. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, Switch, then, the Switch came out March 3rd, 2017. Do we know when the dad died? Uh... I don't know, but well, before Fuller House aired, yeah. which I think was earlier than that. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to put together a timeline. I don't mean to come at you, Zach, but it seems like you keep forgetting that these well, the are switch, gifts well, the from the Well, the switch was out at the point he opened the present. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. The switch was out, yeah. but yeah, but they acknowledged right, that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, man, I, this is what I, I'd want. I, I, no, I, it's just, I, I just think it's funny that Jay Money got a present that is has been hidden from him for years. And then when he finally opens it, it's an out of date product. <laughs> yep, very good. It's very good. Very, very good. Um, Max gets Max gets a watch that is just like Tommy Senior's watch, so it's very meaningful. Yeah. And and he gave DJ there's this box, jewelry box, and it has this lovely note about how much he loved her. And then she opens it up and tearfully says, It's so ugly. <laughs> It's such horrible Which thing. I thought was great. That was a very good it joke. It is a very good joke. That's a joke. very good yeah, way to I do that. I like that. Oh, I loved that. Yeah. But the other thing I want to point out is, so Max gets a watch like his father's watch, which is very meaningful. But also, either Tommy Sr. got his, like, seven-year-old son a watch, or my theory, the watch was intended for J-Money, his older son, 
And Max yeah. was supposed to get the video game console. <laughs> but at this point, their maturity levels have switched. Ooh, that's a very that's, good point. That would be incredible. That is that a good point. Incredible. Yeah. That's my headcanon, that the watch was definitely meant for J-Money and the video games were meant for Max. But of course, Max is into the watch and J-Money is into the games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Okay. But DJ says he always had such awful taste. Max loves Christmas again. They say, welcome back, Mr. Christmas, which is definitely the name of a forgotten Hallmark Christmas movie starring Candace Cameron yes. Bure. <laughs> yes. About like um, a girl who moves back to her small town and then this like magical man comes by and he may or may not be Santa and he improves everybody's lives and they fall in love. <laughs> and then guess what? At the end, he is Santa. Hold that thought, Mark, because... Mm-hmm. When this is happening, Tommy runs over to the kitchen and is like, oh, it's Santa. Santa's here. And who should walk in but the other star of Welcome Back, Mr. Christmas, the Hallmark movie starring Candace Bray that we're just making. <laughs> in walks Canada's favorite son, Dave Coulier, dressed as Santa. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He's dressed as Santa. <laughs> Oh, no. Ho, ho. He says, like, well, Jay Money and Ramona texted me that Tommy was afraid of Santa. So I came by dressed as Santa. And the implication is, like, to help him to help remind him of the spirit of Christmas. But also, I feel like maybe it's just like because I wanted to play a prank and terrify your son. I'm a bad person. <laughs> Santa Joey, I'm going to scar all your kids. <laughs> Musical bits. Very good. Musical bits. But now Tommy loves Santa again um, for no reason. Well, I guess he says, I love you, Santa Joey. Like, he yeah. likes Santa, but only when he's Joey. Um, we should also say they're, they're having dinner. DJ is beginning to give a speech. Oh, one last thing about Joey before we move on. I will say, I'm kind of glad they didn't do it, but it feels like a missed opportunity to have his kids come in as elves, his hellspawn children. Because now we know that demons are a part of Christmas. So his hellspawn children dressed up as elves makes sense. That's true. The mm-hmm. other thing is he tells them when he got the call, he was already wearing a Santa that costume. That is true. He was al- Which, he by the way, does wearing... not have a beard. Yes. This is not a complete Santa costume. Yeah, Come on, like, Joey. Get your head in the I game. I also wanted to see Mr. Woodchuck in a Mrs. Claus costume. Yeah. Well, speaking of Mrs. Claus, he says he has a Santa costume because, quote, Ginger has a thing. Oh, his wife has a Santa <laughs> thing. His wife has a Santa thing. Yay. I don't want to imagine Joey procreating, but yay. <laughs> On that note. Um, <laughs> another Christmas miracle happens, as Mark said. J-Money gets a text from Rocky. It yay. says, Holla. It's a Christmas miracle. Because, I don't know if we said this up earlier, like, J-Money just keeps saying at the very beginning, he was like, oh, I... All right, I'm yeah, calling you back. So give me a holla when you when you when you're back and you can call me back. So she gave him a holla. She gave him a holla. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. Yay. To which Ramona's like, okay, you guys are really throwing around the term miracle a little too much. I mean, you gotta like dial Ramona's down very a bit. good. Ramona is like the perfect <laughs> foil to J Money. She's so good. They're perfect foils. They work so well together. I love it. Yeah. But DJ goes into her speech again. There's another phone call, which, like, come on, people. Turns out it's her phone. So, like, maybe silence her phone. And who should it be on the other end of the line than her boyfriend, Steve, who broke into her house? It's Steve himself. (laughs) And for whatever reason, 
DJ doesn't notice that he is very clearly in her kitchen. Yeah. Like, and right next to her, like, he, yeah. he comes up behind her well, as yeah. they're all on FaceTime and he says, hey, want to let you know I'm right behind you. No, I think it's in the, I think it's in the reference of like something where it's like, I, I, well, I called you because I have something very important I have to say to you, which is, yeah. I'm right behind you. <laughs> But she doesn't hear him saying it right yeah, behind her. Yeah, which is weird. She hears yeah. it out of the phone and doesn't realize that he's right behind her. He also walks in and Fernando does a wonderful little like, ah, there he is. It's Steve. What a like gesture. Yeah. Well, it's just, well, the thing is, it's not really, ah, there he is. It's Steve because it has like no, unlike everything Fernando does. It has, it's like, no enthusiasm. Serious. He just kind of, like, points yeah, at Steve kind of very casually in a way that it's just like, oh, look, it's Steve. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, what it is. It's like, I, my my theory is it's just Juan Pablo DePache reacting out of character, and he didn't think the camera would be pointing at him at that time. <laughs> yep, very true. But Steve reveals that he has quit his dream job. One episode after the after DJ said, I think you should take the job. Yeah. So we can be closer to oh, DJ. What? I, okay. And then Kimmy hears something and it's snowing. It's in snowing San in San Francisco. It's another Christmas miracle. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And that's how the episode ends. That's how the episode ends. Which brings us to a very special Christmas edition. Of sad boy of the week. Who yep. are Woo-hoo. our nominees? I think I have two in mind. Okay. I'm trying to think of a couple. At least one in mind. J Money. Yes. And the man of the hour, Jiminy Gibbler. Those were the two that I immediately thought of. Uh are those our two? I'm trying to think of if there's anybody else that could qualify for sad boy status. And I'm having a little bit of trouble. I don't think I don't think that I think it's mostly just a race between those two. I think it's a race between these two. So I'm um, with you on that. All right. Do you want to go over our cases then? Yes. So first off, we got Jay Money. Jay Money, who, along with the adults in his life, um, has not done the job that was asked of them of decorating the house. Instead, they watched <laughs> Die Hard <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah. Um, he fully doesn't either forgets or doesn't know that he and Ramona go to the same school. He goes, oh, your school sounds really cool. We go to the same school, Jackson. <laughs> Jay Money. Jay Money. He keeps calling Rocky and she does not answer or call him back. Which is very, very clingy. Very, very clingy. She probably has plans, dude. It's Christmas. What if she's being harassed by her one racist uncle at the family dinner? That is not where I went. (laughs) Her one uncle who really thinks that she should smile more. Oh, not like that, dude. (laughs) I mean, I mean, she could just like text him back saying like, hey, I'm busy with Christmas stuff. Also, I do want to point out, of all the people not to keep calling incessantly in a clingy way, Rocky. Yeah. (laughs) But he keeps calling her and he's very worried. Uh Ramona gets in a really good zinger about his sweater. Yes. Oh, yeah. What else with Jane Money? What else happened? Is it just then his, his girlfriend, maybe friends with benefits thing? Uh, she texts him back just the word holla 
and he believes it to be a Christmas miracle. <laughs> we love our sad boy. We love our sad boy. He takes anything he can get. He takes, he takes anything? anything he can get. It's so good. Jiminy Gibbler, uh, as a full adult man, believes in Santa Claus. Rightfully so. Although course, we know right. that in this universe, to, maybe he is the wisest of them all. Still, uh, just keep throughout the episode referring to Santa. The big one smashes a board over his head unprompted. <laughs> I, I think definitely concussing himself. I'll be honest, guys. I think I think that might be like a top five moment of the entire series at this point. Like mm. why? Like why did he do it? Like just it was smiling it was so unexpected. Ear. He got like the biggest fucking shit eating grin on his face. He's smiling real wide. Where did he get? And the he just board? breaks a board over his head. When yep. he was supposed to be singing Jingle Bells. He, ta- he he was supposed to be singing Jingle Bells. Instead, he smashed a board over his head. And gave himself he a concussion. He tastes pennies, which do not taste good. And gives himself a concussion. Probably. It's never explicitly stated, but it's definitely it's definitely not good. Yep. And then also, I really like when Joey shows up, um, Tommy goes, Santa. And Jimmy also goes, Santa. Um, but he sees it's Joey and he goes like, oh. It was just Joey, guys, not the real Santa Claus. And he's even very disappointed. Tommy can tell that, that it's Santa Joey. is Joey. Yeah. So yep. he's outsmarted by a baby. He's outsmarted by a baby, uh, and also disappointed in the end. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't get yeah. to see Santa. Oh. All right. Is it voting time? That is sad. I think it might be voting I, time. Oh. Uh, I think I might have to go with J Money on this one. It only feels right to me that we're starting off season four with another J Money win. Yeah, it's 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 really close Uh, for me. Yeah, me too. It's pretty close, but I feel like I have to give it to J Money over Jimmy. But I'm fine with either one of them winning. J Money in this episode multiple times made us say out loud, we love our sad boy, which is really what the measure of being a sad boy of the week is. Yeah, you're right. But also... Jimmy is so good and sad in this episode. Breaking the board over his head might be one of the most sad boy moments <laughs> in the show. of the show. Because, like, no one told him to do it. Yeah, he didn't have Where to do that. Where did he get the board? Why did he choose it? I was leaning, I was leaning towards Jimmy, I have to be honest. All right, all right. I... I think that board moment just tips him over okay, the edge for that, me. That's, I have to give it to Jimmy. That is completely fair, and I respect your decision. So I'm, I'm curious as to who Tyler would say, but I think Jimmy gets it. Well, guys, oh, yeah. this would be... Oh, my... Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is Jimmy Gibbler's second sad boy win, putting him in a tie okay. for one, two, three, four... I, there's a lot of people above him. There's a lot of people with more than two, uh-huh. but there's a big that's tie That's all two. right. And now Jimmy's there. Congrats, Jimmy. First sad boy of the week of season four. And with it's that, a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas Congratulations, miracle. Congratulations, Jimmy. Congratulations, Jimmy. You've dethroned the champ, the king of the sad boys, Jay Money. I mean, he's still in the lead overall, but like you got yourself oh, yeah. a win. Hey guys, future Zach here. So um I fucked up, and when I said that this is Jimmy Gibbler's second sad boy win, this is actually his first sad boy win ever so like that's pretty cool i guess i mean j money's still in the lead with nine but like having one win's pretty cool good job jimmy we're proud of you and uh 
yeah, I think uh, that's going to conclude another episode of the Fuller Sales Podcast. Uh, if you liked what you just listened to, feel free to like our page on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fullest House Pod. Once again, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. And until next time, may your houses be fuller and may your crush text you back. Holla! Holla!